What's up everyone? This is JD with another showing of the Pioneer Podcast on the WTD 9.7 FM radio station. If you want to stay up to date, just follow my Instagram, jdcurry18, or contact me at my school email, jdcurry, no it's curryjd at Alfred State. C-U-R-R-I-E-J-D. My guest today is going to be talking about Skills USA, an organization I was a part of, that I was a part of, I had some experience with in high school. I've heard that there is a, there's college groups, but my guest will clarify all this amongst other things. Go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. To everyone. Hi, um, I'm Cassidy. I'm the president of Skills USA. Uh, I am a carpenter in Wellsville, and I also will compete in the carpentry competition. My name is Christopher Ayers. I'm a culinary arts student. I competed in skills in high school, and I'm competing again in the skills competition this year for culinary. Uh, I'm Luke. I'm in culinary. This is, will be my first year, and I will also be competing in culinary competition. How did you originally get into this organization? Um, so I'll answer this question um, and we'll go down one at a time. So uh, I got involved um, my freshman year, first semester of school. I just, you know, I sent out an email. I decided to go to the general interest meeting and started, you know, getting involved a bit more, going to some of the uh, events that they had planned um, and going to the civic engagement that we were doing. And I absolutely loved it, and I just came back this year. Uh, my uh, head chef, when I was in BOCES in high school, pushed me to do it because she saw that I was really good at competing, and I was a very competitive person. So I got into it for the competition aspect, but getting into putting giving back to the community is really what got me. That's why I came back this year to play the role as VP. And organization. Um, I got into it because of my chef, Glover, uh, my chef Glover. Um, he was talking to me about it, and it was really interesting. And then Chris and Cassie came up to me and told me, and said I should join. So I figured it sounded like a good idea because I do like helping people out. So I just joined. So how long has there been a skills group? in Alfred State in Wellsville. Um, so from my understanding, uh, it's been off and on for many years. This is about, uh, for our stretch, this, this is the third year in this current stretch. Um, we were in a rebuild. Uh, last year we had a rebuild uh, slowly, and then when I came in as president this year, um, I kind of came in you know, with the mindset, you know, we need to build this up. So we added a full, um, a full executive board, and um, then we added uh, you know, more members, and we pushed on this year will be, uh, I think, our biggest year. We have um, a full team of leaders. We have full uh, officer staff. I think there's eight of us in all who are ready to take this head on. How long have you each been involved with this group? Um, so, actually, last year, my freshman year was my first year, um, you know, being involved and it was, uh, you know, also my freshman year, um, last semester when they uh, elected me as president.
Uh, like I said earlier in this interview, uh, I've been in it since I was a senior in high school, so 2018. So this is my third year in Skills USA. It's going to be my second time competing at competitions. Uh, I have only been in this for a little under a month. So. What skills do people learn from being a part of this organization? Um, so being part of uh, Skills USA, you can learn every skill possible. Uh, we, you can learn, you know, with skills only. Um, if we're talking like hand skills, you can, you know, hone your skills in your trade. So say you're a carpenter, you can get better at carpentry. Uh, last year, you know, as a carpenter, I got better at rafters just practicing. Uh, so say if you're, you know, in culinary arts, you'll get better through practicing. Um, but then we also work on um, leadership. And we learn to um, meet others. Um, and uh, even last year as a freshman, um, our parliamentarian who is, um, he is, was a freshman last year, he competed for the first time uh, in the collegiate level and won gold here in Alfred. And then, you know, you know, worked a little harder, trained a little harder and went to nationals and as a freshman, from Alfred State, won gold at Nationals for electrical construction. The organization teaches people a lot of hidden meanings to promote leadership and team cooperation. Would you like to explain some of the meanings? Um, so yeah, we, uh, I, especially with our chapter, one of the ways we learn with uh, leadership and you know teamwork is through a lot of civic engagement where we are, um, we currently have many planned for the semester. And, you know, one of them would be a, we are working to um, do some landscaping at a church. And with that, you know, uh, we, you know, people will naturally, the leaders naturally step up and it helps them, you know, run a team. It's us students doing it. So we, as you know, the executive board will have to step up and help take these other students. We might have to teach them right there on the job. Uh, and it helps those students learn to just work in a team with something that we'd never have done because the civic engagement we do, you never know what it's going to what it's going to be. One day we could be um, handing out cookies at a elderly home, which was an event last year, or we poured a concrete pad in Wellsville for a public park. Um, so you never know what we're going to be doing. It'll always teach you that you know, as a team we can get it done, maybe individually we can't, but we have to work together. Uh, we have to have a true leader, someone who they might not even always know what they're doing, but they need to be able to lead the team and the team needs to be able to work together to accomplish whatever's put before us. There's also many competitions associated with it. Can you talk about the competitions? So, Every year, for the past three years at least, to my knowledge, we've been hosting the competitions in Wellsville on the Wellsville campus. Uh, I competed in culinary when I was a senior in high school, and I didn't do all that good, but that pushed me to continue and to try out for the team next year, to keep pushing my skills so I could get onto that team, so that I could compete, so I could show what I can do. And... The competition really is just that. It's just all of the kids that are interested and that have that will 
and they have that drive to show up and achieve, that's what they come here to do. That's what that competition is all about. It's testing yourself. How is it? How would it be broken up into like what competition is for like which um skilled trades? Okay, so um for culinary at least, if you've ever seen the show Chopped, that's very similar to how the competition is run. Except for they give you they give you a basket with ingredients and you have to use all of them and make three cohesive courses that they give you the recipes for and everyone gets judged on the same three dishes. I can't speak for other programs, maybe Cassidy can because he's a judge, but that's how it goes for culinary at least. Um, and then, so basically, uh, so with every skill that's involved, it will, as you know, it's in the name, so say you're competing in any, anything, so say it would be veterinarian, it will be a test on obviously those skills associated with that. With um, carpentry, they give you the blueprints and they give you a stack of lumber and a tools list, tools that um, either you bring or are provided and you have um, you know, a set amount of time to complete that and you'll be judged on um, the skills based with that, your hand skills, your um, ability to read. It goes the same with masonry. Uh, they also set you a blueprint to work on and test your skills and then they um, with most uh, construction related, it'll all go the same blueprints, and then you have to you have to compete with that. Um, they all will test multiple factors. It won't be one specific thing. When you go in um, for anything, so say a nail technician, that is a job, and there's many things associated with that. They'll test a lot of things in a very short amount of time, um, and we want to see. Basically, with the competitions, no matter what you're competing in, how, you know, you to prove that you are prepared, no matter what's thrown at you under the stress, because you don't know what you'll be doing until the moment you're there. It'll, it tests you as a person, everything you do, and not just your skills, but also tests, you know, if you can just keep concentrated, keep on time, manage, manage yourself to get it done in the time set the best you can. The reason I keep looking back here is because I'm not sure if it's like getting projected onto that radio station. Uh, it seems like it's in-house, but hopefully somebody will let us know if it's not going through the radio. Okay. How many different types of skilled trades are involved with the Salford State Chapter? Uh, there are quite a few. Some of them are carpentry, masonry electric construction, baking, culinary arts, plumbing, there's the quiz bowl, and then there's nail technicians. So we have already passed that one now. There are many positive influential figures within Skills USA. Who influenced each of you in a positive direction to join skills and how did they help you find your way? Um, so, you know, you said there's many powerful um, people. Really, the one thing that caught my eye, um, what made me honestly learn about Skills USA the first time was Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. He is a big spokesperson and the biggest support for Skills USA, and I just had seen it. 150 times and it gave me 
name association. So when I came to college and someone was like, you should do it. I was like, okay, you know, I'll do it. Um, the person who really pushed me to do it uh, was um, actually was a senior masonry teacher last year. Uh, I was a freshman in masonry. Uh, his name is uh, Mr. Richards. Um, and he just one day walked up and he was like, Santos, I think you should do this. And I was like, you know what? I'll try it. And then I went there and thought it was nice. And he bought pizza and he gave me, his, you know, gave us pizza and we were chatting. And then I went to leave and he pulled me to the side and he was like, you know, how'd you like it? We talked and he was like, come back again, you know, make sure you come back. He got me to come back the second time. And after that, it was good. You know, he, he just told me how nice it was. And I went and he's been an amazing help to not just me, but definitely anybody who's been part of skills. They'll know Mr. Richards and know that he's kept all of us here. At least he might not have been the one that got us all to join, but he's definitely kept us here. Okay, so my story is just a little bit different than his. So the department chair for culinary, her name's Deborah Birch, Chef Birch. She is a wonderful, wonderful lady. And she pushed me really hard to get into skills. And I'm so glad that she did because through skills, I've found not only a new group of friends, but I've learned different, more efficient and effective ways to lead a group of people to a common cause. And honestly, it's going to help push me so far in my career path. I'm honored to have the chance to be in skills. The one who influenced me the most to join skills and stuff would be um, Chef Glover. Um, he's just taught me so much stuff and has pushed me and helped me through culinary in general. And I'm just happy that He's my chef and is there if I ever need him. Well, that's definitely an interesting conversation about micro. I did not know that. Yes, he's a big supporter. <laughs> um, how does the organization view academics? Um, so as an entire organization, and then even right down to the Alfred State level and every one of us individually, um, when you compete in SkillsUSA, you are either in high school or in college and skills USA at both levels is a club no matter what no matter how much it means to every one of us it is a club and academics is always primary uh, when you're in high school your goal is to graduate clubs are secondary I believe me it was an, it's an amazing club do it but we you know we'll support we'll help you if you ever need help ask um, that's one amazing thing about skills is that the people who are in your, you know, your competition with you, you, you know, when you're not competing, those are people who are taking the same classes as you then, or have the same career choice as you, so they can assist you. So if you ever have issues with academics, then you can go right to them and, you know, you can get assistance if anybody there needed any of us to help them, they come right to us. And it's been known. Um, I think it also makes you closer with your professors because you'll be working typically around, you know, either professor or teacher at the high school level, um, and you have more time to work with them. So I think it's, we, we view academics, it's, it's super high, and that's the highest priority, your student first, and um, a member second. We uh, expect our members to put the furthest effort in, and we will, um, you know, assist them at any point. Yeah. Um. 
How does the organization select individuals to put in each office position? So um, our off, our, so our position um, here at Alfred State, at least, we do ours um, just like most clubs do their elections. So we hold a um, general interest meeting, um, and then at the end, we do this at the end of every, at the end of the semesters. So the offices are typically filled with seniors because um, our programs are two years. Um, and with that, we will hold an election and we'll go through the list of who we, what positions we need. And we'll say, you know, who, you know, does anyone have someone to nominate? And then we'll go nominations first. And if we have, um, if no one's nominated, then we'll let, you know, will anyone volunteer for this position? Anyone who wasn't nominated, you know, would anybody like to have this position? Um, and then with the people who either are, were nominated or if somebody volunteered, um, then we take that and we'll put it at vote if there's multiple people and we'll let the General Assembly, um, just members, um, we'll let them vote. And then we will, as, um, as a staff, you know, we'll sit down right after them, everyone's voted in and we'll make sure that as a team, we all have the same goals. They fit within our goal. They understand, uh, they understand what our goal is, what our mission is, what our views and how, uh, you know, our expectations out of them in the position and make sure that everyone fits on the team. And then if everyone works, then we have, you know, that's how we have a staff. What are the positions that are within this organization? Um, so currently we have the president, the vice president, the treasurer, and the secretary, which are executive offices, uh, and the parliamentarian, which is an executive officer. Those are our five executive officers. And then we have um, we have the activities chair, the recruitment director, and the reporter. Um, and every one of us has uh, a separate role. So we can cover, uh, you know, we can work more effectively as a team. Um, so I uh, am the president. Then we have Chris, who's vice president. Um, our secretary is um, Lexi. Our parliamentarian is uh, Brandon Meek. Our reporter is Luke. Um, our recruiter is uh, Nate Hayes. And then our activities chair is Nate Yale. So what are the parliamentarian and like the ones that clubs you usually don't have? Um, so the parliamentarian, his job is, so I'll, I'll run through them all so, so there's a full understanding. Um, so as president, my primary role is to delegate, the, delegate every responsibility that comes in um, to make sure my team can run it effectively, make sure we can all have an understanding. And then once it's all delegated, I can then help whatever needs the most help instead of me trying to juggle the most. And then as vice, uh, vice president, um, that position is used kind of as a catch-all where uh, I delegate that to do whatever is, whatever may be needed that no one else can handle. What someone might need help if I can't help them. So the, to the president and the vice president, we are there to, you know, find the problems and then we help solve them. Um, our secretary then takes uh, the notes, make sure all of our meetings are well recorded, uh, make sure we have documentation for everything. Our 
recruitment director is our recruitment director helps to recruit and uh, bring in new members. Our reporter, um, which is Luke's position, he will reach out to say uh, media like he did to, um, to media, just like how we got this interview. Um, and then our activities chair helps plan events with me. Um, we help sit down, figure out what events and civic engagement we can do. Um, and then uh, with our club, one thing that's different than a lot um, is we don't only have one advisor, we do have a board of advisors, which is an advisor from every respective uh, skill that's involved in our competition. So not only do we have our team, we also have a team of, we have a, a phenomenal team of advisors to assist us with anything we need. So our team, our, our leadership with skills is something you normally don't see at any uh, college level club. It is quite a large organization. How many members do you actually have? Um, so currently uh, in Wellsville, uh, we have about um, 30 members. With competition, we typically draw, when we get closer to competition, we typically draw uh, a bit more interest. But um, we plan to have many more this semester. That is something that previously has not been taken care of. And that was why we came in with a mission. We all sat down um, many, many times this semester to refine our goals, our mission, and make sure we're driving towards that. Uh, I think my goal for the end of the year would be 75 which would almost double what we have now. And 75 members would be an extremely large club. And that's yeah. big goals, and that's adding almost 40 members. But I am I am very, very set on that goal. What are the qualifications for being an officer? Okay, so the qualifications to be an officer as of right now in the Constitution there really isn't much on that but one of our our meaning me and Cassidy one of our biggest missions for this year is going to be rewriting the Constitution to put in something to put in a guideline for the officers to follow by some something about having their grades have to be, reach a certain threshold they have to be in the group that to be in skills for at least one semester to prove they're committed so that we have some actual way to tell if they're going to be there if they can be relied on or not so that we have a reliable steady solid board of officials that's mm. honestly what we need for a club that's planned to be this large the Alfred state campus hosted a skills usa competition for high school students at least for last year. I was one of these students last year and it was where I originally learned about this organization. So how do you promote the college level um, the chapter from for high schoolers to join? Um, so with, with that competition Second one. they um, so with the high school competition that uh, you had attended, we actually um, we don't really promote ourselves. Like we, it is skills, and it's known that we have a club. That is not about us trying to get members. That is us trying to make sure that at the high school level, 
we can still make sure that they have a good skills. So we host that with the intention of making sure that um, there is, make, make sure that students who are going to be coming into college have already had experience doing it. So when they come, they, unlike like I was, I never had experience with SkillsUSA. And to make sure that if they don't go to college, they have the opportunity to have skills, they have it. They have the opportunity to um, compete and be involved with you know such an amazing organization. Does the Alfred State chapter run that event? Uh, yes, we do run it. What is so? What do you learn from running this type of event? Um, so with the event, um, it is ran a lot by. Um, a collaboration between the national skills organization obviously they have their guidelines and then we have to have someone through them so he assists us uh, and then we have our advisors um, and then we have the, um, our head advisor Pam Brandes who is an amazing woman who helps us unbelievably they help coordinate everything so when I showed up last year to the competition um, I was astonished because I, the day I got there, everything was ready, um, and they had everything planned, com you know, completely in the background. Uh, were able to take care of that. So when I got there, it was left to judge and to you know meet and greet and you know talk to the high schoolers and just see how everyone's enjoying it. Make sure any anywhere I was needed, I could help. But the advisors helped you know, tremendously. So when I showed up, um, the biggest thing I learned is that we have amazing advisors. Uh, and then I just got to then I could walk around and see everyone compete. And that was actually the first time I'd ever seen a skills competition because I'd never competed at that point. High school was before the college competition. Um, and I didn't compete in the college competition last year either. So I got to see what it, what it was, you know, what happened in the competition. I got to see how hard it can be. I, could, I got to see a lot of amazing skills that I wouldn't really normally get to see. I got to see a cook-off and a bake-off, and I got, to see, um, I, I got to see a lot of amazing things that I just typically you wouldn't get to see. And it shows that there is still a lot of kids out there who are learning the skills and who are perfecting their art at such a young age. Have you known anybody? Thank you. What is Skills Worlds and how is it different from Skills USA? Um, so Skills World is uh, a world competition. It's an international competition. Um, so Skills USA was actually fo founded um, to select representatives to join Skills um, Skills International. Uh, it was actually founded in the mid-70s by President Nixon to help uh, select representatives to send to the international um, competition. So there is um, 77 countries that compete on the international level. Um, this year it's hosted in Russia. So Skills World will be a competition similar to what we will do here. Um, but on a much more intense level where you are competing to basically claim the title of being the best in the world, not just the best in the United States.
Have you have you yeah. known anyone who was able to compete as part of that team? Uh, I have. I do not know anyone. Um, Luke, do you know anyone who's competed? Uh, I do not. Um, if if I understand world skills right, I assume that the first place winner in the United States goes, and I don't like to make assumptions, but with that, I think that actually our parliamentarian Brandon Meeks is eligible to compete in world skills, being the national gold winner for my skills, you say. Well, that's pretty interesting. Um, what are some of your favorite memories of being involved with this organization? So, uh, my my greatest memory, if I had to pick one, would be the day before my skills competition. Because I was, I felt like a little kid in first first big field trip. Like I was so I was so excited, I was so anxious, I couldn't sleep. Like it was a feeling that I could never feel again. And it was because of this competition. I was so ready for it. It was honestly. When I got there, it was one of the best days of my high school career. I loved it so much. It was honestly probably my best memory in high school. Um, so with me, um, my the best memory for me, uh, my favorite memory with skills, was last year we did a civic engagement event where we um, poured concrete pads for a community park in Wellsville um, and that was just amazing I got to show up and really I kind of had no clue when I was going what we were doing I knew we were pouring concrete and that was the first time I'd ever poured just small pads and formed like that so the instructor taught me and a group of my friends and a few bakers he taught us uh, everything you know how to do everything and we got to work as a team, people I probably never would have met before, I never would have talked to on campus. I got to work with them. Uh, I got you know, I got to learn a lot. I got to have fun digging the hole, making everything to do it. And then now, uh, every day, I can drive by in Wellsville and see the park that we got to work on uh, and that you know, I see the beautiful instruments that are sitting on top of the concrete pads we built. And know that people feel good about the um, community service that you put in. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely amazing. helped. Yeah, and it's just beautiful seeing it now. Um, well, I haven't really been here longer than a month, so I guess really the only memory that I have that I liked was the induction uh, to get uh, two skills. Everyone was so nice and kind. Everyone was being fun. So... <laughs> So everything in skills ends up being fun. You're there with people who are doing very similar stuff to you that are interested in stuff like that. You've got a common bond. Exactly. How does being involved with any part of the skills organizations influence your fu future career? Um, being in culinary uh, and, and skills um, and wanting to do the competition, uh, basically it pushes me to uh, further my education and my uh, skills in culinary to try to uh, compete with the others such as Chris and a few others.
um, but it also helps me uh, bonding, like team bonding kind of deal, because uh, in, if, um, like if I worked in a kitchen, uh, I'd have my own team, and it would and skills helps form teamwork. So everything should run smoothly with them, and I'd be able to communicate and just have a good time. Where would a new person start with getting involved with skills? So uh, to start getting involved with skills, I would come and talk to either Cassidy or me. You can find me in the rig on in Wellsville any time of the day, any day of the week from 8 to 3. Um, or talk to your talk to your professor, talk to your instructors in Wellsville. I believe there's one or two on main campus, one or two programs on main campus that compete like the oh, the computer. Um, I don't remember what, I don't think we have any on main campus right now. Um, okay. You can email me right at um, santoc at alfordstates.edu and that's just an easy way to reach out. Um, or you can um, reach out to us on Pioneer Link and if you uh, request to join from that, we'll just automatically send out an email um, to you and say, like, you know, thanks for showing interest. Um, have you been to a meeting? If not, then, you know, is there a time we can meet up? We'll talk about it and I'll tell you and we'll see, get you at our next meeting, get you at our next event. Can you spell out your Oh, yep. Yeah. So it's uh, S-A-N-T-O-S-C at alfredstate.edu. So when are the meeting times usually? Uh, we usually meet at, on the 2nd and the 4th on Thursday at 3 p.m. In the rig. In the rig. What is the rig? Um, the rig is the dining hall in Wellsville. Okay. Um, well, thanks for coming down to the station to talk about this great organization. Hopefully some people will have learned some more interesting new aspects of Skills USA. I would definitely recommend it for anyone who is in skilled trades. This is, for, this is all for this episode of the Pioneer Podcast. Don't forget there will be a video on YouTube at the Pioneer Podcast Radio Show if you missed this live episode. Hope you have fun and make some memories with your friends and family this weekend. Take care and talk to you soon, Pioneers.